You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall show and podcast. Broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia and houses 600 classic cars for sale and 300 barn finds on display. Be sure to check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. Now on to the show with our host, President of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Howden. And good morning to our listeners and good morning to everybody here at the Classic Auto Mall. We're having a big, busy setup day. Of course, you've changed the time on me again, Steve. Now. Right. I couldn't, I almost couldn't get in here today. <laughs> Why? Oh, cause the, something going the, on the out Gestapo there. The Gestapo out there, they're stopping you. They're having a <laughs> Twin Valley barbecue con, or, or, I guess it's a contest. I guess it's some kind of contest that they're having. It's the fire department puts it on. Great guys, but. They control the lot when they're here. They, they're used to controlling the scene of the crime, so yeah. to speak. And, uh, they like to control, which is great because most of our car shows, the guys are just willy nilly and people are pulling through the fence and driving down the grass and whatever. And these guys do not let that happen. They're, it's, I mean, if you're into barbecue, I guess that's a place to be. <laughs> you're into that kind of thing, right? Anyway, thanks to the Pat Travers band for our music. Uh, if you get a chance to go see them on the road, they're still performing. I think Pat's like 70, Something years old, and he's still rocking it, man. He's yeah. still just seventies. The new uh, forty. <laughs> forty, I think it is. It feels like it. It's Springsteen, it? man. He's rocking the world. <laughs> How old is right? Springsteen now? Seventy four. Is he really? Yeah. Well, look at Mick and Keith and. Yeah. How the world Keith is still alive, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I mean, seriously, is that crazy? Anyway, thanks to the Pat Travers Band for allowing us to use their uh, fantastic song "Offbeat Ride" for our our uh, our intro intro outro mm-hmm. music. And um, hey, listen, if you haven't been to our website, go check our website out: classicautomall.com. We have. 921 cars in inventory on there right now. Yeah. So it's about average. About average. Yeah. We're actually down a little bit. We've sold more than we've uh, consigned. Mm. And, uh, so it's funny how that works. It kind of comes cyclically. There's a big word uh-huh. for you. It comes cyclically and we get it when we get it. So, you know, we can't control the consignments or the sales. They just kind of both happen and hopefully they happen in a logical way, uh, that makes sense. So that sounded redundant. A logical way that makes sense. Is that redundantly <laughs> redundant? I got visibility into the, uh, granularity. Yes, thank you. And tomorrow, Pastor <laughs> Weed's car show is going to be, Chariots, uh, a fire car show is going to be here tomorrow, which you'll have missed by the time you hear this. And what's the weather? What are they calling for Morgantown weather? Cause in Philly, it's supposed to rain. Oh yeah. And that's, uh, May, today is May the 19th, just so you know for a reference point. And this is show number 89. Hmm. Wow. Yep. That's hard to believe. Yeah, we could, we could stop <laughs> recording and play reruns, reruns for the next yeah, year and a half. Year and a half. Can you believe that? If you want to anything. take a vacation. I think I will. <laughs> I don't think I have, I can't. I wish I could. But anyway, uh, where would I go? Well, I could go to some of the places we've sold cars to. Okay. <laughs> How do you like that segue? Nice segue. Like yeah. where? Like where? How about, uh, Verplank, New York, Los Angeles, California, York, Pennsylvania, Catawba, North Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, Westfield, New Jersey, East Marion, New York, Novato, California, Edgartown, Massachusetts, Polly's Island, South Carolina. I love that place. Topton, Pennsylvania, Lexington, Kentucky, San Gabriel, California, Percocet, Pennsylvania. I'm sure I got that wrong. Barnegat, 
New Jersey, mm-hmm. Reading, Pennsylvania, Hanover, Pennsylvania, Providence, Rhode Island, and just Dubai, like share, just Dubai. Just Dubai. Well, I know there's a, there's more to it than that. That's mm. all we know right now, the guy who's buying a car from us. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different states. That's right. And you named my wife's hometown of Novato, California. Really? Which is in Marin. I, and I got it right. It didn't. You got that one right, but uh, Barnegat. We say Barnegat on the East Coast. <laughs> well, I know it's spelled Barnegat. Barnegat? Well, Barnegat. and I, I got a letter, my first letter on uh, mispronunciation. <laughs> I let you go I, on that one. I, I apparently had the emphasis on the wrong syllable. So, <laughs> <laughs> And what town was that? That would be Penn Argyle. Right. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, and I've called it Penn Argyle Sock, Pennsylvania. I didn't say the sock part. Right, because that's the way it's spelled. Right. And everybody it, makes that mistake, but I'm glad they corrected you on it. There's a big waste management um, landfill there, as a matter of fact. I did some work up there as a conservationist. They raise bluebirds and kestrels, for those interested. I have no idea what you just <laughs> said. What the hell are you talking about? Pergagee. Per- <laughs> Percasee was right. Percasee, I was close. Yeah. yeah. You know, close enough anyway. Anyway, 921 cars in inventory. we got a big car show this week. We've got the uh, Twin Valley Barbecue Contest, which I hope I'm not making you hungry for barbecue because they'll be gone by the time you hear this, but they'll be because this will be aired next the 27th. Of May. I guess they do that every year back there. They right? do. And yeah. it's a fundraiser, I think, as well. And, and they do it in our back parking lot. But this year, they've really got two big tents and they've got, I mean, they've really done a, a pretty neat setup back there. And uh, it, we love doing that for the local community. It's a small town. Mm hmm. Morgantown is, and uh, we love you know having these type of events and giving back where we can. And good look at the amount of people coming in on a Friday. Well, you know it's the barbecue. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, it's 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 not customers. They're uh, just people they're, coming in. To they're coming check in, it out. wandering around. Could be customers, could be not. And we got. Their I'm set. just going to give you a warning. If you come in here with, with husband and wife, uh-huh. there's a good chance. You might fall in love with something. You could. And take it home. You could. Which has happened the last two It wouldn't be another wife. It would just be. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, car wise. But you can't see the beauty of coming with your wife. So maybe, guys, you should listen to this and think. Think really, really hard about this because if you bring your wife, you can't use the excuse, I gotta go home and check with my wife. That's right. And I'll let you know if I'm gonna buy it or not. So. Can I tell you something? There was, I had an interested party. Right. And he got home and talked to the wife and that was the end of the end of the deal broken <laughs> well it happens. It, it happens i mean we've had guys who you know put i gotta gotta admit it, it's like kids in a candy store here i mean they get wide-eyed they go oh my god there's a car i've always wanted i'm gonna buy that and they get home and the wife goes you know we have no garage mm-hmm. we have two kids in college mm-hmm. we're in debt up to our eyeballs and you're gonna do what you're gonna buy a 66 mustang so my recommendation is is that <laughs> although i want you to buy a car and i don't want to ever discourage anybody from buying right. a car Check with your wife. Make sure that you, you've thought this through. You know, don't do it just because it's a whim thing. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you want this to be a pleasurable experience, not a negative. You don't want to get home and be smiling and she say, what in the heck is, mm-hmm. have you done? I mean, it kind of reminds me of the story when we were in New Orleans one time and this husband and wife were with us and she wouldn't eat an oyster. And so he put one in his mouth and kissed her and transferred and they got divorced. Yeah, that... <laughs> I think about do it. <laughs> they got divorced. Really? So you got to know your audience, A, and B, you got to know what your wife will or won't put up with. And Moral of the story, don't share oysters. <laughs> yeah, and shenanigans. And But, you know, I, I think that, listen, 
we want everybody that wants to buy a classic car to buy a classic car. But if there's any reason that that's holding you back, whether you don't have a garage space, mm-hmm. we, we have ways that we can help you overcome some of these things. We have storage facilities that are available where you can store your car if you don't have a garage. Mm-hmm. We have financing if you can't afford to pay for the whole thing up front. Um, so there are options and ways that you can buy a car and you can overcome some of the obstacles. But I don't think new wife is <laughs> into that equation. Can right? we deliver it in the middle of the night? We could do that. <laughs> we could do that. We have a new shipping company that we're using that actually, they have three different quotes. They'll quote you, they can get it in 24 hours, they can get it in three days, or they can get it in a week to 10 mm-hmm. days. So, which is kind of unusual. We haven't had that kind of uh, feedback from any of our shipping companies. And we're all understand that we provide Shipping is a service to our clients. We don't ship. We don't have trucks. We don't, we're not, right. they're all third party guys who do that. And we use reputable guys. And every once in a while, you know, we, we, we run into one that's really outstanding and really spectacular at what we do. And then we keep them kind of aside because we, we, we like to have the ability to, you know, do something. If our customer says, look, my son's birthday's coming up on Saturday. Today's Monday. Can you get the car to me by Friday? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It depends on where it's mm-hmm. going. South Dakota, probably not. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. Percocy? And, and Percocy, I think we could do that. Right. Or even, you know, Chicago or, mm. uh, you know, Raleigh or I'm just going to say random names. Yeah, <laughs> just start naming every, every town. Every Nevada. Nevada, California. Where is Nevada, California? It's in Marin County, above ah. San Francisco. It's a beautiful. So what's Marin County famous for? Is that? Uh, uh, very expensive houses. And apparently. marijuana, right? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. She went to Chico State, which at the time was rated by Playboy magazine as the number one party school really? year after year. Wow. And she was there. East Tennessee State University was the school to go to in East Tennessee. Okay. And the reason was is because the male to female – the female to male ratio was nine to one. Wow. Yeah. Really? So listen. It's practically yeah. a women's college. <laughs> yeah, it practically was. So, you know, it's some more useless knowledge that I have that's, running around in right. my head. So new inventory we got in this week. Do you see the little 49 Willys Jeepster? Little yeah. Red one? Isn't that cool? I mean, this thing looks like a museum piece. It mm-hmm. really does. Oh, yeah. And it's got the Go Devil four-cylinder. So I don't know where the name Go Devil comes. See, I've just brought up something that I don't know the answer to. We're trying to get interaction from the audience here. <laughs> Podcast at ClassicAutomall.com if you know what Go yeah, Devil. Go we can, Devil. We can Google it, but that's not yeah, fun. That's no fair. That's, yeah, right. Everybody can Google right. stuff. You know, that's not, nothing. Well, I don't know. There is an art to Googling. That's true. I have had my mm-hmm. wife, God mm-hmm. bless her. <laughs> <laughs> bless her heart. You know, you can say anything about anybody. Watch the say, oyster. Watch bless the her oyster. Heart. Yeah, don't, don't, don't split the oyster. You can say anything about anybody if you say bless her heart, either before or after you say that's it. That's a southern so, thing. That's a very southern mm-hmm. thing. And goodbyes take 14 hours. That's you know, just to say goodbye. <laughs> There's 12 goodbyes and then the real goodbye. And the, Anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, Googling, the, appeal, oh, yeah. the ability to Google. So she can Google something and she says, well, I can't find anything about this. There's nothing on the Internet about it. Well, I digress. I think that there is something on the Internet. And I have a little different way of googling things and usually i i, I find the answer and i love the way i rednekedly say googling <laughs> i'm really such a i think there's a uh, maybe it's a male female thing because they, they tend to put in too many words right and we can narrow it down a little easier the funniest is when she tries to ask siri something <laughs> it's hilarious because <laughs> she'll stop and hesitate and pause oh, and then yeah. try to get it right and, and rethink and try to back up and you can't back up with siri you just have to right. either go again or start fresh anyway i love you honey and uh, uh, thank god that i bought her a new car yesterday you did? so yeah we so can talk about that one we can well we could we, right. we got the range rover is gone okay the, uh, i know 
Man, you're, you're a car guy <laughs> through and through. <laughs> the Range Rover had a lot of good attributes. It really did. It was supercharged V8. Yeah. Uh, it, the sound, the exhaust sound of the Range Rover was the coolest. It was a 2019 Land Rover Range Rover Sport mm-hmm. supercharged. Mm-hmm. But to turn the fan up on the air conditioning was like three buttons you had to go through. <laughs> I mean, not that, listen, I, yeah, <laughs> not that, you know, I, that sounds like a little spoiledish, but you know what I mean? It was right. just a little backwards. It's like going from a Mac to a PC or a PC to a Mac. It feels a little like your hands are mm-hmm. crossing mm-hmm. over. Where do I go? You know, and so there was a few things that we didn't like about it. And so we thought, well, what did we really, really like we had before? The Jeep, eh, it was okay. But that Mercedes GLS 550 that we had, the SUV, the big one, uh, right. we really loved. And so I went in search of one of those. And, of course, they're nowhere to be found. It's inevitable. Any car that I ever want is, like, out of stock. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they'll have seven on their website. And you call them and they'll go, well, four of them are incoming. Of those, three are already sold. One of them has a deposit. The other two are already sold. I don't know why they're still on our website. So finally, in Jersey, once again, I buy every car, wow. it seems like, in Jersey. Yeah. Here, lo and behold, here comes the one. It's black with black and brown. Black and brown interior. I like uh, that. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. too. And uh, it's got the good wheels and it's the four liter twin turbo intercooled V8 with 490 horsepower versus I think the Range Rover was 515. Oh, look, I was talking about her and then she shows up. <laughs> her ears are burning. Man, her ears must be burning. Hi, honey. Are you here to serve me papers or? <laughs> <laughs> she does have paper in her. She, Oh, she needs me to sign something. So, you know, business has to go on. Yeah. Steve, uh, go ahead and carry on. All right. Well, we've got about a minute left here in Morgantown. It's uh, Morgantown, Pennsylvania is uh, not to be confused with Morgantown, Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia, right? See, I I can multitask. I can sign and talk. And do the show. We're about an hour west of Philadelphia. So if you're ever in the area. Right on the turnpike. Right off the turnpike. And guess what we have here that's close? McDonald's. Well, we have that too. We have a casino. <laughs> we have a casino, the Hollywood Casino across the street yeah. for all your gambling pleasure and, and dining too. I think they have a they bar have, stool over uh-huh. there. Which and is, they have some Chinese food oh, and they now have we're at 30 seconds. Oh, 30 seconds. Well, I didn't even get finished to tell you about, well, when we come back, we'll talk about the, uh, new car, the new car and we'll talk about some of our new inventory here, which we kind of halfway got through when we return to the Classic Auto Mall podcast in just a minute. See you in a minute. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast. My wife is in here giving me grief over, you know, my car buying abilities. I'm the easiest car. If you if you see me walk in your dealership, I'm a lay down. Really? <laughs> guy that just, I don't have time for haggling. I don't want to test drive it. And I don't want you to explain everything to me. And I don't want to go through all the mm-hmm. paperwork. Oh, sure. They had this flat screen TV on their desk at this dealership. This is uh, Ray Katina up in uh, Union, New Jersey. Little plug. Yeah. Yes. Yay. They were great. They treated yeah. me fantastic. Uh, Jessica, the saleswoman, I could not hire her here because she would be quite the distraction. Okay. Very attractive young lady Understood. who started out as the secretary there at 17 years old, and now she's like, you know, the top salesperson. Right. Got. She's only 20-ish. And she's single, although that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but you, know, you got just, a lot of details about her, not, not much about the car. Yeah, so where do I sign? <laughs> where do I sign? So they have this flat screen that sits on this desk and it spins around and you sign everything oh, online. Yeah. And then they give you a little thumb drive mm-hmm. that you take home and that's all your paperwork. Right. And you're signing stuff that who knows what the hell you're Oh, signing. it's like buying a house. It's- we signed four documents here. We signed a title, bill of sale, odometer disclosure, and the, and the uh, buyer's guide. Mm-hmm. And that's all we do. And if we're not doing enough, well, um, nobody's told us differently yet. So it works for us. Well, something you might not be a great negotiator, but the, the last car I bought, right? You know, I he named the price, and I said I'll be right over, right? And I didn't even check out the car. I was right. like, I drove it around the block. I'm like, I'll take it. Meanwhile, the air conditioner, you know, you find all this stuff later on. You learn your I lesson. But I mean, I could have negotiated a little bit, yeah. but I, got, I think I, I got a pair of fair price, I thought. So I took it. So. I heard, there's a guy. We sold a guy a 2020 Shelby back in 2020, and it was a carbon fiber mm. edition, blah, blah, blah. Retailed $107,000. Mm. Got paid $140,000 for the car. And I asked him, I said, why? And I said, I, I just got to know. I mean, after the deal was done and paid and cleared money. And right, right, right. Yeah, I didn't want to bring that right. up. And then, yeah. Right. I said, why? He goes, listen. He goes, I've been looking for one of these. And every time I call or go, they're gone. or they, I'm, I'm not going to miss it. And I'm not going to miss it over a quibbling amount of money to try to you know beat you up. And then somebody comes in and takes it out from mm-hmm. under me. And I said, you know, that makes perfect sense. Same with this car. This this GLS 580, It was they're, they're none. They're not out there. Mm-hmm. They're, you find 100 of them on the Internet, but they're all sold or gone or not available or not here yet or yada, yada, yada. Sure. And, and so I said, you know what? Just – Put me down for it. I'll take it, you know. And I'm terrible. I'm the, I'm the hardest negotiator when I'm selling and doing the other thing. But when it comes to this, I'm like, oh. we we bought an M3 BMW one time, and the guy goes, "You want to drive it?" And I go, "Nope." And Kathy's like, "What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. What do you mean you don't want to drive it? Somebody might take it in the time you're thinking <laughs> about driving it. I don't want to screw all this up. I'm ready to go. Let's let's make this happen mm-hmm. quickly. So, and they were great up there. They did a great job. But this thing. I'll tell you what, man. These things are, they are really cool and really solid. It's it feels. I'm sorry, Range Rover, Land Rover. It, mm. It's just a more solid feeling car. It's a little bit bigger uh, than the Range Rover, mm-hmm. but it's just it's really a great car, and it's got a lot of performance. Zero to sixty in four point seven seconds, and it weighs fifty nine hundred pounds. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, I mean, is that crazy? Now wait a minute. We were in Greenwich last year. You drove yeah. the other, the silver Mercedes. Yeah. That we so had. in a year, you've had three new <laughs> not, SUVs. Not that, new. The Range Rover wasn't new. I, I mean, you used. know, pre owned, new to you, new to me, uh, pre owned. Um, that's that's quick. Yeah, fifty nine. So, uh, car and driver. These are the questions that I don't ask ever, and this is the problem. So, the the other Mercedes, the black coupe that I bought, mm-hmm. as I was driving down the road, Kathy and I are driving, and I got my buddy on speakerphone telling him about it, and he goes, uh, he goes, hey, you know about those carbon ceramic brakes, don't you? And I go, uh, no, <laughs> I've told this story, and I go, no, and he goes, yeah, they're forty nine hundred dollars a rotor. I'm like, are you? And so as we come up to the next stop sign, Kathy goes, easy on the brakes. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, you know, I failed to ask these important questions. Here's another important question I probably should have asked about uh-huh. the new Mercedes is the car and driver, when they did their test of it, their observed fuel economy, mm-hmm. 13 miles a gallon. Mm. Combined. Now, that's on their 75 mile an hour down the highway, it's about 18 or 19 miles a gallon. But then when they're out humping it, pushing it, yeah. really hitting it, then it's, you know, 13 to 15 miles per gallon. It's so a big engine. It's a big engine and it's a big old boat to pull, push mm-hmm. around. Right. Uh, and, but the great thing about it is, so the old one we had, the 2018, had those wafer thin tires on it, those Pirelli or the mm-hmm. Michelin pilot sports that are about L- low profile, know, quarter inch tall and anything you hit ruins them. Mm-hmm. This one has the Continentals that are more truck tire ish, which I'm okay with. I, I actually like them because they, they're not as susceptible to uh, road damage. And anyway. it's a better ride. All, and all it's around. a better ride. It absolutely is. So, and it's a nine speed automatic. So <laughs> how about that? That's a lot of hunting and pecking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so smooth, anyway. smooth, smooth. And it's also obsidian black like the other Mercedes. Sure, why not? Because it's just a cool color to say, right? <laughs> and I think I'll probably mispronounce that as well, too. So what the hell? Anyway, um, other new inventory. We've got a 93 Z28 pace car in. Mm-hmm. Guess how many miles it has on it? Well, I see it here. And it's it's a, we have a few of these, we have, actually. Yeah, we it's have really couple, interesting. Yeah, they seem to be coming in waves, and like it, you said about MGs earlier. Yeah. We have a few of those. Exactly. 31 actual miles. Wow. One owner. Mm. It was came from East Tennessee, bought by a Chevrolet dealer in, in Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> and that's the way Bozo the Clown used to say Really? Knoxville? Yeah, Knoxville, Tennessee. Because that's the way it looks like it should be. It's yeah. K-N-O-X. Yeah. I went to K.O. Knutson High School, <laughs> junior high in Las Vegas. Knutson. I like that yep. name. So anyway, this one, 31 actual miles to fully documented history sat on a dealer showroom floor forever i bet uh black and white over black and white uh and one owner which is really cool and all the documentation if you buy any car of any type i don't care if it's a brand new hyundai i don't care what it is save everything mm-hmm. i preach this every show every show every show it's just my mantra save everything don't throw away any piece of paper that comes with your car any pen any Chotchkey, whatever. Yeah. Do not get rid of it. So. And the pace cars come with a whole bunch of stuff too. Your press, oh, press yeah. kit and all that stuff. Yeah. And this one's still got, you know, plastic, plastic on the, on the seats, seats and yeah. over the steering wheel and all that. Save all of that you can. It's not all of it you get to. Some of it's gone before you get there. But if you buy something new, save it all, save it all, save it all. Right? Correct. So, um, how about the 67 Corvette convertible, the ermine white mm-hmm. and red oh, interior yeah. with a red stinger? Yep. That thing. Sharp. Is. NCRS top flight, correct, 427 V8, uh, numbers matching Muncie M21 manual. It's got the tank sticker. For those of you who don't know what that is, that is a uh, build sheet, if you will, or a sticker or a sheet that they use to – it's the the uh, plans for the car. Okay. It tells you what, to, what it the goes DNA on it. The DNA kind of DNA, thing? what goes on it, uh, like a drawing. Hmm. And then when they were done with it, they didn't know where to put them, so they put them over the gas tank because it just was an easy oh. place to put them because they just didn't want to keep taking the trash. On the out. top side of the top on the top side, side of the, the tank, yeah, yeah, the bottom side would be tough if gravity. <laughs> what is a sticker? Well, they call it a tank sticker, but it's not really a sticker. Oh. It's just I don't know why they call it a st- sticker. Okay, we'll have to research that now. Is it metal plate? What? No, I don't know. Now you're asking too many oh, questions. Stop oh. asking questions. But it's on the top side. Of it's the- on the top side of the oh. tank. It's, they call it a tank sticker. It's just a piece of paper. Gotcha. So anyway, uh, I know I'll get questions about that. Uh, amazing restoration. And it's, you know, like I said, an NCRS top flight hmm. uh, ward. And that was uh, – national Cor- NCRS is the National Corvette Restorer Society. And top flight of uh, cars are, you know uh, – 
started in 1974, I think, uh, recognizing either preserved or restored cars. Um, and and the win always goes to the more originality on cars, I think. But it's not really a win or lose because it's based on points. So mm-hmm. you're not necessarily going to win it. You just get however many points you get. And if you get enough points, then you become a top-flight certified car. So uh, it's a really, really interesting interesting network of people that are all involved in that and it's really, gosh it's got a following like crazy so yeah and it's always the big deal at auctions when they say yeah nrcs ncrs yeah so i worked with the nrcs what is just nsra natural resource conservation service and i still talking about stuff i know it's my previous life but it's it's stuck in there how about the 50 buick series 46 special jetback sedan did you see that i'm not sure i did you didn't see it the resto mine Oh, it's a resto mod. Yeah, this thing is a beast. So many cars. It, the exterior is blue and patina, mm. and over black interior. You know what patina stands for? <laughs> it stands for something. <laughs> yes, it does. What do you think? We'll just say it. Just to, so, okay, go ahead. Is it <laughs> no, it's an acronym for something? No, patina is actually something. It's a greener brown film uh, on the surface of some kind of metal, bronze or, or steel. Oh. Produced by oxidation over a long period of time. Oh. It gives it like character. Yes, like I know leather. What patina is. Okay. Yes. All okay. right. All right. And we like, have a lot of trucks here with patina. We do. And leather seats that are nicely worn. They're not cracked and ripped and shredded. Yeah. They're just nicely worn. Oh. They were, they were, they would, should be worn. Yeah. And, uh, that's what, or, or it could also be a gloss or a sheen mm. on a surface resulting from age or polishing. So. Interesting. A lot of yeah. people are, are clear coating over patina. patina. Yeah. Right. Over the, patina. That's well, the trend. The cool thing is, is that people do like with this Buick is that you make it look kind of dilapidated. Mm-hmm. There's my big word for the day. Got it. And but it's got a badass engine and it's got mm-hmm. a great interior and it's got a great stereo and great suspension. This thing's got a big Al's toy box 496 cubic inch V8, um, a built turbo hydromatic 400 automatic trans, air ride uh, shockwave suspension, and it's got the sexy jet back style. <laughs> <laughs> now, how can you go wrong? Because it says it right there. Yeah, and, and they advertise they, they have they have the sexy. Uh, they may not have been able to say mm. sexy in 1950, but. Also in inventory is the uh, 1994 AM General Humvee. Uh, it's the M998 military version. Guess what color it is? It's sand. <laughs> it's sand. What do they call that? Desert? No, they call it sand over sand. olive and sand and more sand in the interior. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, it's, rough it's, color. It, it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not rough, rough. No, it's not. Although it is a Hummer. They're, they're kind of designed to be rough. Exactly. They're, they're not, you know, they're not polished. Not a luxury vehicle. They're not, it's I mean, not a, a GLS 580 right. Mercedes. So I can tell you that. It's probably right as now. heavy though. Oh, probably. It's probably heavier. <laughs> Six two liter diesel, uh, turbo hydromatic 400 automatic also. And it's got a removable hard top. So this thing. Don't try to take it through the tight drive-through at the Burger King or the McDonald's or wherever because you will not fit. Big it boy. is so wide. Mm-hmm. That's what's really odd about driving these things on the road is that if you've never driven one, they are so wide and they're percent and you kind of sit cocoon-esque mm-hmm. in it and you've got this high center console and you're kind of down in this wedge and you know it's really really it, it takes a whole new way of driving it's kind of like we got our new formula one game that we were talking about right. and you can't use the setting where you're looking at the driver's perspective you have to mm-hmm. look at the setting that's kind of above the car to see it because you don't have the sensation of sliding or the turning or, uh-huh. or you know losing control because mm-hmm. you can't feel it breaking away like you can in a regular car you have to you have to physically 
see it. And and same with this Hummer. You think, oh, I'm just driving another big truck. Yeah, but it's a whole different animal, you know. Um, of course, I'm, you know, the person that thinks that they could drive it or, or operate any vehicle of any type <laughs> at any time. A 747? I could do it. Could you? I could do it. No, I couldn't. There's no way. You couldn't even probably fly, fly a Piper Cub if you didn't know anything right. about it. You couldn't figure it out. I'm not sure how easy or difficult Hummers are to drive. I've never driven they're one. They're not difficult to drive. They're just, they're, they're awkward in yeah. position uh-huh, right. and then, and their width and their size and how you sit down in it. Sure. But, but you know, you, you think that you could drive or fly or ride anything, but I'm not sure that I could get in an 18 wheeler and drive it. Apparently they're pretty, complex in the shifting. Yeah, I think you need a special license to do that, actually. <laughs> Is that so? Special training. Really? Like a CDL? Is that I what that so. would be? Oh, I think so. I wonder what that stands for. <laughs> Commercial driver's license. Duh! Patina. <laughs> and Patina. And NCRS and all those other things that we don't know about. So anyway, if you get a chance, check out some of this new inventory. Oh, the, this is more of a daily driver. It's mm-hmm. got some miles on it, but it's you wouldn't know it. 2017 Cadillac ATS-V mm-hmm. sedan. Uh, one owner, 3.6 liter twin turbo, 464 horsepower. Luxury package. It's phantom gray metallic over jet black. And it is really a great car. It's got like 79,000 miles on it, but it's not, not bad. bad anymore. You know, remember in the old days that 79,000 miles was the car was done, mm-hmm. gone, finished, put it in old. the junkyard, old, mm-hmm. you're done with. And now, gosh, I had a Honda, this was back in 88, a Honda CRX SI. I put over 220,000 miles on it. Only thing I did was change the tires and change, change the uh, oil and filter. Yep. And uh, so anyway, uh, that's some of the new inventory we've got. Classicautomall.com is our website. Oh, we haven't talked about, we got to talk about our auction coming up. We are. We got a whole two more segments. Uh, oh, well, then there you go. So I know you're all waiting with bated breath, so we'll be back in a couple of minutes. See you then. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Automobile Podcast from beautiful downtown. Well, it's not beautiful. It's kind of cloudy and overcast and foggy and... What the heck is this weather this year? What the hell? I know. <laughs> it's like it's May and it's you just 37 it's degrees. You can't last predict night. anything. I call it pencil tucky. I had the heat on. I know. Night. I did too. Woke up to 62 degrees. Although any excuse to have heated seats is fine with me. Oh. You know, I can even turn the air conditioning on in the car and then turn the heated seats and the heated wheel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My, <laughs> This is so stupid. I'm I'm embarrassed to even say this. All right. The Mercedes has heated armrests. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. First world issues if that goes out. Jeez. No, I'm telling you, there is so much stuff on there that you just don't uh, need. It just, it just, it is what it is, you know? I mean, they just keep making more and more. I want to go back to, remember when you could go to the grocery store and buy beer? It was a white can and it just said beer. And it was generic. They called it yeah. generic products. Sure. I think they should just have car. 
Yeah. And that's what a lot of like the millennials do. Uh-huh. They really, I'll take a gray one. Mm-hmm. You know, they want the fewest frills, something to get them from point A to point B. And you know, it's like anything. And the cheaper, the better. Like we talked about last week, the cars under twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. There are there are multi-millionaire billionaires who mm-hmm. drive those type of cars because that's just not their thing. They're not into cars. Right. You know? we call them S boxes. S boxes. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll leave that to your imagination. <laughs> On what that means, right? We can't say we're on radio or something. <laughs> we're on some kind of thing. I guess we could say it, right? Because if we were on just on Spotify, we could say it, right? I think so. I think you can curse on can you? Spotify. Right? I mean, you know, I I, I, I like to curse like the rest of them. But, <laughs> like a but, I, but but I don't really, you know, I don't have to curse. It's a family show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good hearted thing. I do say hell and damn every yeah, once in a while. That's all right. I guess that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, we have not talked about what we announced last week, which was our uh, first and soon to be annual. You know, I called when we did a car auction one time. I said first annual, and they said there's no such thing as a first annual. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first, and then there's the second annual, and the third annual, and beyond is an annual. But there can't be a first annual for whatever reason. I is that know. true? I, I know. But you're planning on doing it a second uh, year too. You're planning on doing it next yeah, year. Yeah. Well, this will be our first. What if your inventory is like 200 cars? <laughs> well, then God I'm forbid. In, I'm in really in trouble in more ways than that. <laughs> then we only auction 20 of them. And then we'll have an auction for 20 cars. We're, we're limiting this one coming up September 15th, uh, 2023, limiting to 125 cars. Mm-hmm. And the large majority of them will come out of our inventory here. Uh, we will take some select outside consignments, but they have to be on the money, whether they're an in-house consignment or uh, uh, an out uh, consignment, they have to be on the money. We're really going to stri- strive to keep these things fairly priced so we can sell a, you know, we want to sell. We don't want to just go through the exercise of having an mm-hmm. auction and sell 20%, uh, which, you know, it happens. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, it's not, it's not the end of the world if it were to happen. Our overhead to do an auction is much less than it would be if we went out and rented a venue and this and that and tents and fences and equipment and all the stuff that we do. And so, um, you know, we, we, we don't have the exposure that somebody else starting an auction. We've got the luxury of being able to do it. No different than the studio that we built here in, in uh, Classic Auto Mall. We already had the space. So not like we had to go out and rent a building and go through all the hoops that you have to do or do it in your mom's basement. But, <laughs> so, but anyway, um, uh, September the 15th, 125 cars. We'll start the memorabilia. We'll do probably 15 or 20 pieces of memorabilia around 11, 1130. Then we'll start the cars at noon. Uh, 125 cars and probably be done by four or five o'clock mm-hmm. uh, in the afternoon. It's going to be, we'll televise it live on YouTube, right? Yep. And we're, we're going to have segues live and breakaways and live on Facebook mm-hmm. and TikTok and sure. whatever else things we do and find between now and then. Yep. And, uh, and you'll be able to bid either in person, uh, or you can bid via telephone, uh, live during the event, or you can bid online through proxy bid. Or you can even put an absentee bid in, which says, you know, I'll pay $30,000 and that's the most I'll pay. And then we mm-hmm. bid on your behalf up to that. So, um, so we're really excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's, it's not only are we doing it to, to sell some cars and kind of thin the herd a little bit, but we're also doing it kind of as a celebration of classic automobile, kind of a, uh, a, a party, a celebration afterwards for registered bidders and consigners and our staff. And, uh, just the ability to say, kind of say thank you to all of our good customers over the years and, uh, and have an 
auction and hopefully make some money and sell some cars. Uh, we'll have pre-bidding on Proxy Bid, which is an online bidding service that will start the Monday before, which would be the 12th or 11th or 10th or whatever the hell that mm-hmm. is. Um, and then, uh, um, and then, you know, but live is where you want to be. It's so cool to, if you've never experienced a live auction, you've seen it on TV or whatever. It's cool, but, but being there in person really makes a big difference. It's a different atmosphere and environment. I got some of the greatest auctioneers in the world and some of the greatest ring men. Brent Earlywine is our auctioneer, has oh. been a friend of mine for 20 some odd years and has worked with all, everybody and, and, uh, from Cruise to RM to you name it. And Marty Hill is one of the most entertaining and fantastic ring men you've ever seen. When he's working three guys on one car, it's hilarious. I mean, this guy can just boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. He's, and a ring guy, if you don't know, uh, is the guy who accepts the bids from anybody out in the audience. Cause the auctioneer, you know, he can see, but it, it might be a big room and you can't, you know, you can't watch every single person every time. And that's why you have three or four guys that are out there. They're called spotters or ring men. Mm-hmm. And Marty's amazing. He just, he just knows and he knows who's going to bid. And mm-hmm. He knows where to be at the right place at the right time and all that. So, uh, if you've got a car that you're interested in, uh, you can email me or, or, or actually emails here, sales at classicautomall.com. And, uh, we'll review it and our committee, uh, will look over the cars and we'll make a decision and we'll let you know if, uh, if it's something that we will accept. Uh, the entry fee is $250, uh, to enter the car into the, uh, to the auction and that doesn't go against your your uh, commission if it sells that's just a, a standalone fee for marketing and all the extra stuff that we're going to do for it so otherwise we have no charges here as we would like to say if you can sign your car to classic auto mall you don't have to pay any upfront fee you don't have to pay any monthly fee but if you want the extra added bonus of the live auction it's 250 dollars, and then the commission is 10 percent minimum 500 uh bidder's fee i think is Seven six percent, I believe. I'll have to double check that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all the information will be on our website coming up in about two weeks. And if you have any questions, again, sales at classicautomall.com or you can uh, call us 888-227-0914, which you can get off our website as well, too. And uh, we've already got, I think we've already got like 15 or 16 cars signed up for it. So we're moving right along. Yeah. Yeah, So shouldn't uh, be hard to find the the 125. I would think not. I think we're going to be sold out. So so act uh, expeditiously (laughs) (laughs) if you're interested in this, because I'd, I'd hate to have to tell you no, because we're full. And we are going to limit it to 125. We don't want to go any over that. We want to set a barometer and keep it because, you know, it's important for people to know how long they're going to spend there. A lot of these auctions will run 12, 14 hours. That's a long time to be sitting there. And especially if you're kind of new to the to the auction world, if you've never done. And if you don't understand part of the auction or how to bid or how to consign or how the whole process works, we're glad to walk you through it. The How to bid, uh, you know, the ways to bid, how you get it set up to do it. It's pretty simple. We either require a bank letter of guarantee, which you go to your bank and they say, we will irrevocably honor a check for Mr. Joe Blow mm-hmm. at uh, f- this date uh, to this auction for this amount. And it might be $10,000. It might be $100,000. It might be a million dollars. It might be more. I mean, it could be, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't imagine it'd be more, but it could be. And then uh, you send that to us and you pay your $50 to register to bid. 
and you show up here and you raise your hand when you like something and when you stop liking it because it's gone too pricey for you, then you stop raising your hand. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple process. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, it's really pretty don't, simple. Don't raise your hand by accident. Yeah, and make sure you do your homework. You know, this is they're all as is where is. So make sure you you know if you got if you're buying something that's a muscle car that's a numbers matching type deal and i'll tell you this even if you're buying it from us directly get your buddy who knows all about chevelles or get your buddy who knows all about corvettes and bring him along have him help you look at the car and um and if we'll have the nice thing about our facility is is we'll have the cars all set up a week before Mm -hmm. uh, in their rooms where they go whereas most auctions you only get to see them the day before if that even sometimes the day of Mm -hmm. um and so it's a, it's a little different animal here and you, you can inspect it a little more thoroughly at our auction than you could if you were at a Mecham auction or something like that. Not that we're Mecham or that no. we're any different or that's it's bad. A, it's a different setup. It's just a different setup. We're just, we have our, we're in-house, if mm-hmm. you will. So, uh, it's awesome. Gonna have a lot of fun and, uh, hopefully, uh, make a little money and sell some cars and make it, uh, soon to be annual. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first annual. The first annual. It can't be that, an annual. That's awesome. It? Yeah. How did you not know that? <laughs> I know everything. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be an exciting uh, day for sure. It'll be a lot of work building up to it, but I, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of great customers, loyal customers, a lot of people Gosh. who list more than one car with mm-hmm. us, and I think uh, it's a great opportunity for them. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you're interested, let us know and or speak to any one of your, our car specialists. Uh, we've hired a couple of new car specialists, by the way. One starts on Monday. <laughs> don't look puppy dog sad. <laughs> you're not going to lose money out of this. For those of you who don't, full disclosure, Steve is also not only the producer of the show, but he's a car specialist Thank here. Thank you. So he is, uh, you know. The more the merrier. <laughs> there's 900 cars here. Yeah, there's no, yeah. Listen, Saturday are crazy they are and, nuts uh, here there's there's plenty of plenty of room for more there's plenty of room for more we're like i say we're going to hire two more people and uh, one of them starts uh, monday uh and another one starts in a couple of weeks after that and and we're just busy we need all the help we can mm-hmm. get and don't look at me like that <laughs> and when it comes time to thin the herd yeah, they'll be first lowest on the totem pole <laughs> you won't be the last man's hired that's, now that's right that's right you are now right uh yeah i think so i, I think you are I think. car specialist wise anyway yeah car specialist wise. Mm-hmm. but anyway you're not going anywhere because we got to have somebody help me do this <laughs> i'm already bad enough at it to begin with i was reading um Online, I'd seen this about six months ago, and then I just read it again. I thought it was just one of those weird no news things that you know you see out there. Atlantic City has uh, has approved a F one spec racetrack to be built in Atlantic City, oh, which is great. I don't know how that. <laughs> Don't, listen, I, these are not cheap to build, and right. there's no guarantee that you're going to get an F1 race. I mean, they already have three in the U.S. now. I, poor Atlantic City. Maybe they should just go back to being a family <laughs> resort like it was in the 60s and 70s when I grew up, and it was a, a family yeah. fun place. Yeah. And, well, they're trying all kinds they've of They've tried everything, haven't they? But I'll still go to the race. Yeah, of course. I don't. I, I would be surprised if they could even get a race. Mm. I mean, it's just very difficult. There, there's three in the U.S. now. There's Miami, uh, Las Vegas, and Coda, which is... Uh, in uh, Austin's uh, Circuit of the Americas, mm. they call it. Yeah, and I would think that the next one would be somewhere like Laguna Seca or somewhere like that. And then, really, Atlantic City? I don't know. I just can't see. It. Say it's a two point seven billion dollar project, which is always scary. You know, mm. the scary thing is when you see the dirt 
cleared and a bulldozer and a trailer sitting up on a hill somewhere and it's a big sign that says new whatever coming and you no know. the scary thing is walking around Atlantic City <laughs> well, at night but that's another story and right good luck finding good, a hotel good thing that they race during the day so well they have suites though that'd be cool I'm Racing sure suites? I'm sure they do I'm nice. absolutely sure they do although I saw the prices at Miami mm-hmm. and some of the prices I think nachos were two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> but they were damn good nachos good nachos <laughs> they were really Best nachos that's ever. as good a nacho as you oh, could ever find God. I mean. They just they, when it comes to nachos, they were top of the <laughs> top of the heap. Right, uh, but you know that's a, you know Formula One is not cheap sport. Mm. I mean, it's expensive to run, and they, it's a traveling circus. I mean, these guys load up on seven forty sevens and go all over the world, which they're in Imola. Uh, this week in Italy, and the race has been canceled from the flooding. So, oh, really? And there's there's probably even no way to reschedule it. There's such a tight schedule, yeah. and it's so lined up and lined out the way that they do. And I don't think that it's going to happen. So, um, so no no race this weekend. So Garrett and I won't have anything to do on Sunday morning. <laughs> and actually, Kathy watches with us too. Really? She's gotten into it now too. So she knows all the players and all the stuff and everything that's going on. So she can watch it and converse with us about it, and nice. she really enjoys it. So anyway, when we were turn um i got 13 other pages of crap to talk about so we'll see you in a few minutes since the 1960s jc taylor has been america's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars antique autos modified and custom vehicles our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades for more information or to receive a quote contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare custom and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from Classic Auto Mall Studios in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Beautiful downtown Morgan. Well, cloudy, rainy. <laughs> it's supposed to Listen, be. Listen, downtown is a, is a relative term. <laughs> is downtown uh, where the Walmart is? But if you go if you go that way on Main Street or whatever it is. You think people can see which way you're pointing? Uh, oh, yeah, we are filming this, aren't we? Uh, if you go west, I guess, <laughs> right. on, on yeah, Main yes. Street. Yes, It goes from, you know, Morgantown Center City to, you know, there's cows and stuff. And, I mean, it is, ag, <laughs> it is all a, ag out here. I didn't realize it ends right here. You're such a city boy. I thought Morgantown kept going. No, but you just go past Wawa and ends. you're literally in the fields. You're in the you're in the children of the corn fields. I took or, a little ride last week. I was like, wow, this is really. We go down to the uh, Amish fruit stands, okay. the vegetable yep. stands down there. And by the way, if you've never had corn from, from this part of the world, it is the best corn That's you've true. ever had. And the tomatoes are amazing. And it's amazing that you go to a restaurant. That is right here, and they serve crappy white tomatoes, mm-hmm. and yet the finest in the world are right here. Yeah, I don't understand that. Go get the good ones. You know, we have good produce out here. We have great. We give good produce. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I saw. Um, you know, we were talking about the, uh, off air. We were talking about the Indy Five Hundred coming up. Elio Castroneves is going for his fifth. <laughs> 
What is that? You don't care? I just don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> so you dismiss it. I don't it. follow India. I, follow, so, I used to follow, you know, IMSA and yeah, that kind of so thing. So you just dismiss it as no, irrelevant. No, I'm You shrugged your shoulders. I'm shrugged like, okay, go ahead. I'm, go ahead. I I don't I'm really... just going to agree with everything you said. <laughs> well, Elio is uh, from Alabama. Oh, that's, and, right. Uh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. No, I remember that. from Alabama. <laughs> Elio Castronevis is a uh, great driver. He's won it Indy four times, which is the record. There's others that have done it. Al Unser, uh, Sr., mm-hmm. and A.J. Foyt. And, oh, Not me. I can't remember who the last one is. I'll have to think of this. Well, we were anyway, Go ahead. and Elio. Oh, Rick Mears. Okay. I think. Anyway, Elio is going for his fifth win, which they think that this may be the best chance for anybody to get a fifth win for a while because I think the second – Guy who's got the most wins now is two, and he's about ready to retire. And so I, they think this is a good chance for five, or it's not going to ever happen. So um, we'll see what happens, and hopefully it will. And I saw also that uh, R.M. Sotheby's is doing an auction with Paul Newman's uh, racing memorabilia stuff. Ooh. Yeah. And auctioning his oh, Volvet. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Okay. They're also auctioning his Volvet. You know what the Volvet is? Sounds like a Volvo with a VET engine. Yes. Yeah. Well, Newman was famous. He had he's had three over the years. Uh, Volvo station wagons with six point two liter. This one had a six point two liter Chevy LS three V eight in it. And uh, Letterman also had bought one uh, on Paul Newman's behest. Paul called him and said, "Would you like to have a Volvo wagon?" I think he needed two of them to be built so mm-hmm. the guy would give him a better rate on it or whatever. So they built a couple of Volvo wagons, and uh, this one is a 07 V90 with a 6.2 LS3 V8, and it's a like I said called nicknamed the Volvet, and it's an online auction with Sotheby's May 31st through June 13th. The estimate is twenty to twenty five thousand, and I think it's going to smoke that estimate wow. because we've seen you know they did an estimate on. Paul Newman's, uh, or, uh, yeah, Paul Newman's, uh, Rolex that he, mm-hmm. Daytona. Oh, I saw that, yeah. And it brought like 2.7 million mm-hmm. or something and, and any Steve McQueen stuff. And, and Paul Newman was a serious race car driver. It wasn't like he was just some rich guy or famous guy who could just go out there on the track and dink around. He was, he was into it, but all kinds of memorabilia from his estate, trophies and rings and, and, uh, racing gear. And, uh, so if you go to RM Sotheby's website and, uh, check it out. Very it's cool. going to be really, really cool. So, you know, talking about station wagons, you know what the peak year of station wagons? Pretty easy to guess in the 70s, obviously, but 64 and 77. In 77, there was 47 different station wagon models hmm. made. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's really interesting. There's not one now, is there? Volvo made. Boy, that's a good question. Volvo has. Do they have a station wagon anymore? I don't know if it's a true station. I mean, what's, you know, the difference between an SUV and a station wagon is. You know, yeah. Or a crossover or whatever the heck you want to call well, it. Oh, well, um, well, Audi's. Audi Audi's still got, makes, yeah, still that, makes that it. all road. And the, uh, uh, Ac- did Acura make it anymore? No, they I don't made, know. For a brief time, they made no. a, uh, almost like a t- TDX. Well, my dream wagon is a 78 Plymouth Valari wagon with the 225 slant, slant six. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just <laughs> making this up <laughs> as I go. You know, the nickname for station wagons were? Uh, estate, estate. No, no. no uh, Shooting brake was the what the Rolls Royces were called. Uh, that was what they called the our estate wagon. But okay. grocery getters. Oh, grocery getter. <laughs> sure. So that was kind of a you know interesting term that they came up with. So anyway, uh, they don't make station wagons much now anymore, though, do they? No, but they're but they're hot here. Like oh my like god, we sold a seventy no, it's an eighty one Buick Lesabre wagon. Like when I first yeah, started yeah. working here, and it, the thing sold in a minute, yeah. and and it got huge 
you know, eyes on it on, on social media. People loved it and everybody had one as a kid and all that. Sure. And that's cool. Great, wagons. great memories of, of, you know, family times. And, and of course, if you were sat in the back, back of the station wagon, some of them, the actual seat faced rearward. Yeah, that's so, right. Which was awkward if you just had a big slushy and a hot dog and a snow cone and all that other stuff and are riding down the road on a hot summer day. Mm. Oh, it's <laughs> the best. It's the best. No, it wasn't. It kind of made you a little <laughs> nauseous. That's where I was going with this. Oh, well, I had a good time. <laughs> we have a really cool, uh, what is the Chevy Malibu wagon? Oh, the Malibu with of, a four-speed. Yeah, one of 32 in four-speed. It's really <laughs> Who's cool. Who's ever seen one of those with a four-speed? It's awesome, and it looks like it came right off the factory. It does. Floor, it really – the paint looks like it's mm-hmm. just, you know, brand new. And, of course, I you know, the quality at that era wasn't the greatest, but it, this one looks really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's surprisingly good, and uh, it's, it's such a unique piece, and it's got a little small block V8 in it, which people can – oh, it's only a 305. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was only a 289 that ran in the Cobras, and they did pretty well. That's right. And so, you know – so. Don't don't be so quick to judge a 305 or a 302 or um, how about the DZ 302 Z28 from 1969? That was a heck of a motor. Of course, the problem with that was everybody blew them up and then he just threw a 350 in it because what did you care about putting mm-hmm. the original motor back in? Let's put a bigger one in it. And then you, uh, 50 years later, you go, oh man, <laughs> really wish I had that block back. That's right. You know, with those stampings and all the correct numbers. And of course, nobody thought about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ford was really good at saving rec- records and documents of vehicles, but General Motors wasn't very good until it was too late past the muscle car era. They didn't save as much. Now, luckily you can find build sheets or tank stickers. Like we talked about build sheets can be underneath the seat uh, in between the the metal webbing and the and the foam underneath the seat uh, they put them there they put them under the in the back of the back seat uh in the back of the front seat uh where they're stuffed up in the in the uh, dash some places mm-hmm. they just were trying to get rid of paper and not having to dump the trash every i bet those don't really exist other than digital now like when car comes down the um assembly line there's no piece of paper that probably we're checking off yeah there's like a screen like at mcdonald's right. order number 41 or when you're buying a car yeah it's no ketchup you know and yeah exactly <laughs> so all, yeah all digital everything is is all digital now, so I can't imagine that they're, they would do that. And I would imagine that, I mean, like I told you earlier, I got my paperwork from a car I bought yesterday on a little thumb drive. It was like all the, right. all the, everything. It's like, well, wait a minute. Why don't you print it? Waste your paper and ink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm only buying a upty, umpty, umpty, you know, right, right. thousand dollar car. <laughs> Cheap sons of guns. Well, maybe I don't like them anymore. No, they—they they were Everybody's great. Everybody's trying to save the trees. Ray Katina, it's great. They uh, uh, the sales process at Ray Katina is is that when the salesperson, when you get on a car and you've come to terms on it, they actually do all the paperwork for the financing and everything oh. because their philosophy is is that you've been working with a person for you know all this time and now you're going to go to another person that doesn't always make F&I sense. office yeah the F&I office mm-hmm. and everybody's afraid of it anyway like yeah. they're going to sell, sell you undercoating or you I, know. I should have bought the wheel protection for my <laughs> wife's Lexus but that's another story they I, have, I said no to everything you get in there and you're like no <laughs> no no no, 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 no you're not going to talk me into anything <laughs> yeah. Buzz. well here here's a thousand dollars nope I will not take that thousand dollars I just want to drive off I just want to drive off and be left alone I'm a car guy I can figure this out and mm-hmm. as I said I could drive mm-hmm. anything so yeah. Forty-seven, no problem. So anyway, they uh, but they did a great job over there, and I was really impressed with their their. Of course, I had to drive up ninety-five, which is always a delight, and then the Garden State Parkway, which is even more of a delight. My least uh, favorite roads. Oh man, they're not Earth. fun. And you know, you're in a brand new car. Yeah. And you just, these guys are cutting you off in these little, you know, minivans that have no bumper. And so no, you're in northern, is that northern, northern Jersey? Northern Jersey, oh, yeah. So 
Can I just say for the country, and I'm, I'm going to get heat for this, but I've, I've lived all over the country, right. as, as have you. Right. Northern New Jersey, <laughs> if never, I can avoid it. <laughs> I've never lived there. I'll drive I, around it. Yeah, it's just the, the roads are bad and the drivers. drivers are crazy. Thank you. You know, it's like New York City. I mean, they come so close to each other when those oh, cabs and fast. all that fast and yelling at each other and... It's, you know, it's just like two handed, two hands yeah, on the wheel yeah, in northern New Jersey. It's yeah, like, it's yeah, nuts it's, up there. So here I am in a brand new car thinking, <laughs> this is going to really suck. Something's going to, you know, somebody's going to sideswipe me all the way down the side of yep. it. So didn't happen. Knock on Knock particle on. board. Yep. So, uh, but it was, it was a nice process and a nice procedure. And, uh, I'm probably the worst car buyer on the planet. So. According to my wife, anyway. Sales at Classical. Well, how do they get in touch with you if they <laughs> you want to sell know. you a car? Yeah, just call me. I'll, you see me walking <laughs> in, you know you got a lay down coming in. Oh, so. boy. But uh, anyway, again, don't forget about our auction coming up. We're uh, we're excited about that. Our website will have all the auction listings and uh, all the forms and everything you need to do to become a bidder or a consigner. Uh, if your car's already here, talk to me or one of your car specialists. We can certainly help you <coughs> Excuse me, with the process. And... Um, it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. I think that uh, we'll probably we'll film it and uh, run mm-hmm. it live on, as we said, on some of the the social media sites and uh, as well as on our website. There'll be a link from it uh, to there. And we hope to make it an annual event. We hope that uh, people will enjoy it and come out. And it's two weeks before Carlisle and Hershey, so perfect. We were going to do it in between Carlisle and Hershey, but then they kind of scrunched together because Hershey is now going Monday through Friday instead of Tuesday through Saturday. Oh, uh, because I think. The theme park realizes, wait, why aren't we closed <laughs> on a Saturday? Yeah. Hmm. How much are we losing? How much money is that cost? And how much do they pay? I don't know what they pay. Right. I don't really care what they pay, but I mean, I don't mean that I don't care. I just don't care. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, um, they realized that. So it used to be there was Monday in between mm-hmm. Carlisle and Hershey that there was nothing going on. And the last five years, we being open on that Monday saw it, it was like a Saturday here. It was crazy amount of people here in the building. So, um, so they stopped doing that. So we couldn't do it in between. And we're actually doing it on the same weekend as Maple Grove, which is the big drag race coming up, uh, in September as well, too. It's on the, uh, let's see, 15th, 17th is it. And if mm-hmm. you've never been to Maple Grove to the drag strip, oh my lord. <laughs> These things are unbelievable. They're beasts. I mean, they are yeah. you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of horsepower. And they run in the – well, they don't run a quarter mile anymore. They run a 1,000 feet, and they do it in about three and a half seconds. And I was watching Bristol. We were talking yeah. about the – what is it? Thunder <sighs> – Thunder Valley. Thunder Valley. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. beautiful setting. And yeah. Of course, now they, they run uh, four four wide. And that's a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four wide. Like, it wasn't loud enough with two of those bad boys. <laughs> I can't imagine. Now, four of them. That's loud. It's thunder. I mean, yeah. it is. It will make your heart skip a beat. It's like that Burmester sound system in that Mercedes. <laughs> that thing, you play some drum solo on that, and you feel like you're going to have a heart attack. It's really? so loud. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I don't want to discourage anybody to buy the Burmester sound system. No. It's really a great sound. 3D sound. Like, Whatever that even means, I don't. It's all around you. It's just everywhere. It's just in front of you. There's like you know, you can't pinpoint exactly where it's coming coming from. from. It's just, it's just kind of. I have noises like that in my house. (laughs) I don't know where that. What is that noise? And then you find out, oh, a lamp fell over or something. Right. Anyway, and nothing worse than being in a car and hearing an odd noise and not being able to pinpoint it. I remember my dad. 
would buy cars and then he would go back and gripe at the dealer because it sounded like there was a rock in the hubcap. What the Why are you coming up with this stuff? There's no rock in your hubcap. And it never does it when you take it back to the dealer. <laughs> of course not. Take it, take it for a spin. You'll yeah, hear it. Uh, we don't hear nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Or they say, yeah, we, we hear it and it's going to cost you $5,000 to fix it. <laughs> Uh, we, I guess we're done. That's our last segment. Isn't it is. I was going to say when we return. Nope. We're not it. returning until next week. That's right. We might have a guest next week too. Okay. We're hoping to anyway. We were going to have one this week, but you screwed it up with your hours or something. Oh, okay. So, anyway, not your fault. I'm just kidding. That's good. Yep. Yeah, no worries. Um, it will only come out of your pay. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for joining us today and I uh, hope you learned something and I hope you, uh, if you're interested in the auction, give us a call or interested in a car here or just have a comment, podcast at ClassicAutomall.com or ClassicAutomall.com is our website. And uh, we'll hope that you keep tuning in. Tell all your friends about it. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. We appreciate you listening to our show. And don't forget to come visit us in person when you're in southeastern Pennsylvania. We're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wednesday is our late day, and we're open from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays, we're open from 9 a.m. to noon, and we are closed on Sundays. You can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomall.com. To reach the show, email us at podcast at classicautomall.com. The Classic Auto Mall podcast is produced by CarSmarts Media with music by the Pat Travers Band. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.